After over 25 years of marriage, we've learned that successful couples have great friendships, put each other first, and focus on light just as much as love. We believe marriage should be fun and easy. Our goal is to share our journey with the hopes of helping others build strong, happy relationships. Join us as we continue to create our lives beyond I do. Hey y'all, I'm Byron. And I'm Margaret, and we'd like to welcome you back to the Beyond I Do podcast. We are not marriage counselors, nor are we mental health professionals. We are simply sharing what has worked in our marriage. Now, on to the show. A quote from the website marriage.com states, The greatest marriages are built on teamwork, mutual respect, a healthy dose of admiration, and a never-ending portion of love and grace. In this episode, we'll discuss some things that can interfere with marriage and how to avoid them. All right, so up first is... Family and Friends Influence. Oh, <laughs> we talk about this all night. We certainly could. But we ain't going to do that, though. We are certainly not. <laughs> all right, now I know we said this before, but uh, you got to consider the source. Whether if it's a parent, grandparent, aunt and uncle, you have to consider the source. It's so important to make sure that the people that you get relationship advice from or that you look to as your role models in a relationship, Mm. look at their relationship. Exactly. Um, I think that... For there, it it feels so anti relationship right now. Yeah, and is. I think that was one of the things when we started the podcast. That was one of our things is that you know we're we're happy, and we feel like um, we value our relationship, and we want right. others to experience that. Mm-hmm. And there's there's so much anti relationship stuff that's out there. Yeah, so. Yeah. You get advice from people telling you, you know, leave this the person or, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't accept that. But then if you think about the person who's relaying that information to you, sometimes they don't have the healthiest relationships right, right. themselves. So you, definitely consider the source in their relationship. You have to look at um, if they're quick-tempered. Um, sometimes quick-tempers cause... Haste decisions yep. in the heat of the moment, and uh, you know, look at their look at their past, look at the relationships they've been in, and if their relationships are stable or whatnot. And side note, do that for self also. Yes. Um, that's something that over the years I've had to learn to not react in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten to a point where I let you know I need to process. Right. Um, I need a break. Right. Because I can be, um, I, I can I can snap a little bit and be a little feisty in the moment, in the heat of the moment when emotions are going. So not right. just with other people, but also with self and make sure that 
because once you say something, you can't pull it back in. Right, exactly. And and that's that's just an important life lesson. Once it comes out, you can apologize from now to yeah. the, the end once, of day. Once, it's, but it's, once it's, it's out, it's out. And and that's something that you, you can't undo. So um, one of the things I wanted to basically uh, one of the points that I wanted to bring out was, you know, consider who you're listening to, even though it may be a family member that you've looked up to for all your life. You know, they may have had a great effect on your life. You probably have a lot of admiration for this person, whether it be a parent or grandparent, uh, cousin, brother, wherever it is. And my take is you always have to consider the source. And you think about them as an individual. Now, I use the analogy, you know, I always go back to car analogies because, you know, <laughs> that's my thing. If you have a BMW and you're having engine troubles, you want to take it to a BMW mechanic. Doesn't necessarily have to be the dealership, but a BMW mechanic. You don't want to take it to a mechanic that knows about Toyotas. He specializes in Toyotas. He can't tell you anything about a BMW. <laughs> And that's how you have to look at family and friends. You know, if you have a, a, a relative that suck at relationships or hadn't held down a long-term relationship in years for more than five years or whatever, and you're going on 20 years of marriage, why? Well, I, I mean, I, and I'm not saying that you can't take any advice from this individual, but, you know, when you get advice from people, you know, just guard it. Uh, look at it, examine it, consider the consider source. the source, yeah, and don't you know just blindly follow everything that someone tells you because a lot of times you can have a situation where that family member or friend or whoever could be jealous of you, right? And you you over there exceeding in your relationship, <laughs> <laughs> and. They don't have a relationship that's been successful, so they may be a little jealous, so they may try to, you know, put put a little touch to it in there and kind of make you uh, look at your spouse in a negative way or whatever. So Right. They take something and twist it or, mm-hmm. or even, um, you know, like blow something out of proportion that... May not be a big deal to you, yeah. But that's that's like something because misery loves company, mm-hmm. and that's a cliche saying, but it is cliche because it is true. And misery loves company. Yeah. Um, the last thing you want around you when you are a miserable person is happy people. Mm-hmm. You yeah. don't want to see the happy people. So. And there was a recent uh, situation with uh, singer Tyrese. And uh, his uh, ex-wife, um, she was listening to some other people tell her some things, and she left. She left the man, I think, while he was out of town, if I'm not mistaken. And he came home, all the stuff was gone, and uh, everything like that. And she recently did a podcast about a month or so ago, and talking about how she regretted leaving. She listened to outside yeah. Yeah. Uh, influences. Mm-hmm. Now, after that, he yeah. came back and he said that basically she was 
clout ch- chasing uh-huh. because of her comments. But the the part that we kind of drew from that was her saying that these outside influences got to her. Yeah, yeah. And and for us, that's something that we have uh, worked very hard to protect our relationship from outside res- uh, from outside uh, influences. Influence, yes, yes. Um, so. You know, you keep your issues, you keep these major issues to yourself or you mm-hmm. share them only with a, a small group of individuals who you have trust in. Yes. And you understand that they want what's best for you. Um, for me, therapy has been eye-opening and that has been um, a safe space for me to be able to mm-hmm. discuss certain things. And I say for for me because um, I am the make something out of nothing person. <laughs> I am the overthinking, over analytical. Mm-hmm. So um, I know how your brain works, but right. I still will go down a rabbit hole of well, what did he mean, or what is he thinking, or what is he? So. Mm-hmm. Um, Therapy has given me a space to kind of debrief and discuss those things. Right. I have um, a very, very small circle of close friends, mm-hmm. and and those close friends I trust with whatever I share with them, and I trust that they have my best interest at heart, and right. so I can go to those individuals, but. When I say small, I mean small. Yes, In yes, fact, yes. it's probably more triangular than right. circle <laughs> because right. it's very small. Um, I don't trust a lot of people, mm-hmm. period. So definitely not with the um, ins and outs of my relationship yeah. in a way that it could skew my thinking um, because I, I want to make sure that you were first mm-hmm. and and that's that's the the first thing is that if there's yeah. an issue I'm gonna come to you first mm-hmm. and if I need to go outside of you if I need to process things outside of you then I have therapy and right, I have right. my little small my little small gang of friends yeah and, and you know another thing is if there are family and friends I, I'll say there are family members, you know. I know in the beginning we had some some issues over time with different family members, uh, my family in general. And, um, you know, of course you try to do things accordingly uh, when it comes to, you know, being around family at different events and things like that. And I know there are some events that you know, we had to make a decision and say, okay, I'm not going to make you go to be around this individual because I know they're going to be there if that individual is a hindrance to you or a hindrance to your emotions. I'm going to be with the other family, but I'm not going to make you go. You know, if you decide to go, I'm going to do my best to keep you uh away from that individual so to speak you know what I'm saying and not make you 
be in that situation or not make you go. <laughs> not make you go, make you know. Me. <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, I mean, just, just speaking in general, some couples, you know, they'll have that thing where if, you know, if it's if a family a, function, so you yeah, we have to go together. Yeah, we don't that's, have to go, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. And don't feel pressured if um, if you have to make that decision, you know. That and and for for uh, and there again um, you you're the you're the you you tend to be more even and and secure in things and so for me um, there were times that I went to different events that I really didn't want to go to right because my thinking was I didn't want to disappoint you mm-hmm. um, and not necessarily because a specific person would be there or mm-hmm. what have you but just because I am very introverted and sometimes I get over peopled and I just don't want to be around right. people. And so I, and I did not understand that right. in the beginning. Because I'm the opposite. So right. to me it's like no big deal. You just go sit chill even you know, if you even if you don't want to talk to anybody, you find one person to sit and talk to and then you just be as it may. And I didn't understand that for, right. for a long time. And so the and even <laughs> you say that, but even in some situations, if I were to go somewhere and just sit, mm-hmm. there still would be some who would make comments about that. Right, right. So just the I'm just like like I said, I'm just an introverted person mm-hmm. and I have to have time if I've been around a group of people, I have to have time to recharge, I have time to reset. If I've been doing something where I am mentally uh, checked in all day, yeah. nine times out of ten, I'm not going to want to be around a lot of people. So we we had to get to a place where we could understand, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not feeling like being around people, but that doesn't mean you don't go. Um, right. Because that can cause resentment. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want that to happen. And then if I go just to satisfy or pacify yeah. you, that creates resentment. Yeah, It just made me think about uh, a guy I used to work with when I was at the mill on the, in another department. And he was a young, pretty young fella. Hell, um, I was young then, but uh, <laughs> he had just gotten married. And uh, some things happened between him and him and his in-laws before they got married. And one of the rituals that they did when they were dating is they would always go to his mother-in-law's to have dinner on Sundays or whatever, particularly Sunday, Monday, whatever. And uh, he hated to go. He didn't like going. And uh, so, you know, it was like expected to him to be there regardless of what was going on. And I was like, well, man, I mean, you know, at first I was like, you know, just go there and just tough it out, whatever, you know, go along to get along. But then when he told me um, some stuff that was said about him, you know, that wasn't supposed to get to him. And I was kind of like, he was like, well, how am I supposed to go sit around these people and knowing that they said this about me? And I said, you know what, you're right. I said, now it's up to you and your wife to discuss that. And, and figure out if you need to be in that situation or not. And 
she needs to understand that you don't want to be around mm-hmm. them at that time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they went back and forth with it, and uh, I don't know if I don't even know if they're still together now. But I see them every now and then, but I hadn't had a chance to ask him about that. But uh, that's just one of the things that I thought about, you know, because it's like, you know, you're you're forcing your mate to be around people that they're, you know, for whatever reason, they just, you know, probably don't need to be around them. And it's not creating a healthy situation for the two of you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, right. you know, that was one of the things that I thought about when uh, writing this episode. And more, most importantly, and we go back to this all the time, yeah. you focus on your partner and work, what works best with you and your partner. Yep. And so for us, we had to get to a point of understanding mm-hmm. that this, is, this, this has nothing to do with you and I. It has nothing to do with... Um, and, and for me, it was... I almost felt like, well, you're choosing your family over me and I Mm -hmm. had to understand that that's not the case either right um but the mutual respect for each other and for our relationship so in those situations where um there might be a function that you go to and I don't go to Mm -hmm. you're not there allowing someone to question my whereabouts right or why I'm not there you simply well, she didn't feel like coming, and you mm. keep going. Yeah, yeah. And so that's the type of thing you don't you don't allow those um, those things to seep in during those times. You don't allow those right. individuals to say those things or to disrespect that human. Mm. And and when you feel comfortable, you might have to start checking some of the people. Like, hey, man, you know, I heard you said this about my spouse. You know. I don't like what you said. And it's cool. You might have to start checking them. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Yep. But the main thing, keep them folks out your damn business. <laughs> Regardless of who it is. Mama, daddy, grandma, granddaddy, auntie, uncle, favorite cousin, favorite brother, favorite sister, whoever. Keep them out your damn business. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. There you go. Another topic we wanted to touch on is interfaith influences. Um, Dealing with people who are, you know, coming together and they're from different uh, religious backgrounds or different faiths. Um, One of the common terms that we uh, utilize is being unequally yoked. You know, there might be one person that has one faith, maybe Christian, and the other partner that's Muslim or, you know, Buddhist, what have you, or maybe doesn't even uh, have a faith at all, you know. Or practicing. Or practicing religion. religion. So, yeah. Also, um, within this, you you have um, individuals who come together and they may have the same uh, spiritual beliefs, but just at different yeah, levels. Yeah, different levels, exactly. So, some things to consider. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
discuss these things early in your relationship yep. or if you have already married someone and some issues are coming up, mm-hmm. sit down and have a discussion. It may be uncomfortable, but right. you want to address these things head on so that you can learn how to work together to mm-hmm. move past them. Right. Um, be mindful of trying to convert yes. or pressure someone into believing what you believe. Um, I think we've been fortunate in that our uh, beliefs have kind of matched. I, th- yes. I really think that because we were young, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of things have worked in our favor because we were young and we've grown together. Yeah, we've grown yeah. up together. And yes. so... And every step we took faith-wise was together. Right. Um, we weren't scared to uh, break away from our traditional family church homes and find our own. You know, that was one of the first steps we did. You know, it was like, you know, let's find our own church and, and then we'll go from there. And um, when we started learning under uh, sound teaching, we, we got up under that type of ministry. You know what I'm saying? And we came to these uh, times together. Right. You know, so we grew. So there wasn't that push of, well, um, you know, um, some families may have to deal with, well, I was raised Catholic, and, you know, I want my children to be Catholic. And another person might be raised Protestant or Baptist or whatever. Right. But I want my children to be raised Protestant or, or Baptist. So, you know... We didn't have to deal with those issues, but those are the type of things that may need to be discussed before um, you decide to join a union with, with one another. We or also, how to balance those things. We also, when it came to our kids, um, we, we've been pretty open-minded with, with a lot of things. So mm-hmm. when it came to our kids, there wasn't a push for raising our kids a certain way it was whatever is going to make you be the best version of you and that's still to this day we support them with that Mm -hmm. as adults and just like us those adults those little adults they make poor choices sometimes and have to deal with those consequences but um, they are making their own decisions they can't look yes. back and say well it's because you told us we had to do this mm. or we had to do that right right um, so we were open with them exploring other faiths and, and things of, along mm. that line right um, I think that with with faith and religion is so important to be open-minded mm. and if you can't be open to certain things then if you're not with someone make sure that as you search for that partner you search for someone who aligns with your thinking and if you are with someone and you are married to someone and you love that person and you want it to work but your beliefs Mm -hmm. are not lined up then that needs to be motivation for the two of you to work together to find some type of compromise. But um, I just, I 
we we focus on being open minded and accepting to people, mm-hmm. and so that that's something that we, you know, with the kids yeah. and everything, and I think that has helped us as we've grown spiritually in our journey, um, and and how we've been able to maintain peace with each other as we grow. Yeah, in, in the um, in that way. Definitely. And another thing that could probably happen even when people are um, of the same faith as well as not being of the same faith is being overly involved. You know, one uh, spouse being overly involved and the other one not being as involved, that can create a bunch of contention contention also um, because that creates a, you know, one person has a zeal or a drive you know, to serve the church or serve mm-hmm. the community. And then the other spouse, that time is lacking. You're spending one spouse is spending more time over here. This spouse is spending more time over there. And that could create a lot of issues, a lot of, uh, and I mean, just sad to say that a lot of infidelity happens in churches due to those reasons, yeah. you know, alone. Because, you know, the spouse that's overly involved here may uh, find a person that's like-minded like them mm-hmm. and the next thing you know they're in a the hotel somewhere and that's just <laughs> wow <laughs> you know what I mean that's, it happens that escalated quickly no, it happens <laughs> this is reality of it where the spouse that's not involved but they're just like well you know they're spending all this time in the church all the time so I'm gonna go over here so yeah, so you know you got evidently on both sides all right. <laughs> and that brings us <laughs> to a third issue. And prior to going into this issue, mm-hmm. this is a mature uh, segment. Right. This is this is a disclaimer. This is a warning mm-hmm. that we are about to discuss a mature topic. PG thirteen R. <laughs> yes, we are going to rate it R. So, uh, a third area that could create concerns, if not put in check, mm-hmm. would be sexual expectation. Yes, definitely. So, <laughs> in doing the research in this. Uh, <laughs> Some 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 information has been put out there, and I, I, we were talking about this the other night. Yeah. And uh, there are expectations that you know you learn from whatever your source is, be it through friends, be it through you know some some sources come from pornography, some sources come from family members and friends that you've had these types of discussions, and some come from ex-partners, you know. Some of it comes from R&B songs. Yeah, that too. You know. (laughs) Uh, One thing, the problem is, you know, we talk about the length of time, you know, (laughs) it cause, you know, some frustration amongst partners is, you know, that whole all night long thing. Right. (laughs) Because who has all night? Who has all night long? (laughs) And Okay, so let's let's go ahead and back up for a second. Okay. The whole idea of all night long, mm-hmm. even when we were young. Yeah, yeah, Because cause now some people might say, yeah, but y'all are, mm. mm-hmm. Even when we were young. Yeah, yeah. The idea of 
an all-nighter yeah, yeah, yeah. was not appealing. Because nah, at nah. some point, I need to sleep. Yeah, yeah. You got to sleep. I value my sleep. Well, if you have a functioning uh, relationship where you have, um, I don't know, children, uh, you have <laughs> jobs. Um, now, if you sitting around all, all day, every day, and, you know, you ain't got no job to go to, and you ain't got no... No money out there to be made or whatever, then all night long might suit you. But uh, if you want to produce and become but is a, it a good I, all night long, well, or is know. it just mediocre? Because I'm telling you, I don't want a mediocre no, all night no, long. I always wonder what was the definition of all night long. Because all night long could be cuddling. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Well, all night long could be. Right. Because you. Know, cause you you have get the in before, one time, right? You have the rest before, a bit, during, get and in after. Another time, so, and rest okay, a little yeah. bit, you know. Maybe, but, yeah. But you know that just still, like, I mean, not realistic. It's not realistic to expect that. You know, you're gonna maintain that through the entirety. And then, okay, so, so there again, and with each of these, mm. we'll go back to. This same point, because whatever works for you and your partner. Whatever works for you. But let's say that one partner is, in fact, all for the all-nighter whenever possible. Mm -hmm. So then if the other partner is not, then there needs to be a conversation as to when we can have the all-nighters. Maybe we'll do an all-nighter, I don't know, once a week or once every other week. Once a month, whatever. Something, so that... The all-nighter person mm-hmm. can get what they want, but then yeah. the other person can sleep. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you guys to get rest. Right. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> and that goes along with the frequency. Yep. Now. You can't do it all night, seven days a week, if you are a functioning member of society. <laughs> That is the reality of it. I don't care who you are. I don't care what kind of stamina you got. And you can talk to me till you blue in the face. Well, hey, I take this and I take that. But you ain't doing that, bro. Well, I'm not going to say that because maybe maybe somebody is. They, However. They, they ain't working. <laughs> and they ain't doing a good job if they are working. No, no, no. Um, if they're not all night, every night. Maybe. Uh-huh. But you go to sleep half the time. At any rate, <laughs> um, the frequency of times. Now we're going into this and we're making light of it, but these are things that an intimacy issue within a yes. marriage. I mean, that can grow into something so much bigger. Yeah. Just a minute ago, you talked about the, the church creating mm-hmm. um, issues where infidelity right. can occur. Right. Mm-hmm. But definitely, if there's incompatibility when it comes to sexual intimacy, yeah. then you're, you're opening the door mm-hmm. for uh, infidelity. And, you know, in lighter terms, what is your sex expectation? <laughs> What is your expectation? What do you expect? And it should be discussed and talked about because, you know, uh, we've seen online recently where people oppose, you know, uh, well, I, I like it, but my mate doesn't like to do this or like to do that, or they expect this every time. And there's a certain level of pressure. And if people are not communicating these things about what they like or to communicate, as far as like, well, 
I might like this, but I don't need this all the time. Right. One person expecting this, and they may, you know, you may be able to negotiate and say, okay, well, maybe we'll do this part on weekends. Right. We can spend the time, and then maybe right. we, you know, we can, you know, maybe shorten our time so that we both get what we want, we rest, we right. have fun, and then, then you can start creating that frequency that you may be lacking. And and it sounds so, um, it sounds like robotic and maybe yeah. a little bit clinical, but at the same time, you want to be able to have open, honest discussions mm-hmm. about these things. Yep. Because if not, all it takes is a little crack. Yep, a little crack. And that little crack can grow and open mm-hmm. up. And, and somebody that's, you know, all it takes is somebody to be sitting on the edge of the bed. You know, asking, uh, hey, you want to do something tonight? No, I'm tired. Well, she's tired because, you know, normally, typically, you want to go an hour, hour and a half. She don't have an hour and a half to go. But if, you know, y'all discuss it, maybe maybe we'll do some quickies during the weekend. We can have (laughs) an hour and a half during the weekend. You know what I'm saying? When we off. You know what I'm saying? Got to negotiate those things. There's... I've I've seen discussions and and things where there's almost a a lack like you you can't get so wrapped up in your wants right that you exactly. forget about your partner's exactly. wants or needs. Men, if mm. you have a wife who has children, yeah 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 yeah, Bruh. be Come respectful on, and be girl. mindful. Um, Raising kids is tiring, mm. physically, mentally, emotionally, especially if there's a baby in the house. Yep. Um, you may have to literally handle things mm. on your own from time to time. Right. But don't take that out on your wife mm. because she's she bore your children. Yeah. You know, don't don't take that out and and. These are things that we've worked through. These are, mm. you know, um, don't try and figure out why she's pulling away. Mm. Ask her. Right. In a respectful, <laughs> in a respectful, non-pouty, mature way. You ask your spouse what's going on. I need you. I want you. But I, I feel that you're pulling away. Right. So what is it that, that's going on? And, and in the same token, you have to be mature enough to receive the response. You know, because the response may be, well, I'm just not feeling myself right now. So, bruh, you might have to think of some ways to make her feel like herself. And that requires some romance training. You might have to start, you know, surprising her with, you know, certain things that, you know, whatever it takes to excite that, you know, you know, you know. Or let her sleep in. Or let her sleep in. you get up with the baby. Or you you wash some dishes. (laughs) Or you do some laundry. Or you, Mm -hmm. I don't, I mean, those types of things, when it comes to romance, yes, flowers, gifts, all of those things are wonderful, mm-hmm. but also a lot of Lighten times we're tired. Yeah, yeah. We're we're mentally and physically tired, mm-hmm. and if you do something to alleviate some of that, mm-hmm. oh, that gives you 
that like points on top of points. Yep. If you yep. and and without me asking, mm-hmm. especially if I don't have to ask you to do dishes. Yep. If I walk in the kitchen and you're doing dishes mm-hmm. and you haven't been asked, that's that's sexy. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And and if you don't believe me, mm-hmm. and I need to find the account. I done them all, guys. I done them all. Yes, you did. <laughs> uh, from day one. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a, a <clears throat> Facebook. There's this man who um, he does these cleaning videos. Yeah. And he'll. They're quick videos. It's sped up, but he shows his entire cleaning routine. Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, in the comments, mm-hmm. sure the like there are women clamoring yeah. to find out who this man is, uh-huh. where he is, how do I find... So when we say those, like we mean those things. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and not only does it lighten our load, but it shows a level of love and respect. Yeah, yeah. I feel so loved and respected and protected. That's another way to protect me. Mm-hmm. When you pick up and you do chores, when you take over some of those responsibilities, um, that makes me feel like you're looking out for me. Right, right. So those types of things, and if you clear her plate in those ways, mm-hmm. then it makes it easier to look at you and say, not let me give him some because he did dishes, but I want to be with my husband because he loves me. And right. he showed he me shows. that right. by, by doing the dishes yeah. or by taking the kids, you would take the <clears throat> kids. I know you've taken kids to... Um, we had what monkey joes and mm. and places like yep. that that I never stepped foot in. Yeah. Because you would take them and give me the opportunity to, to breathe. Just breathe, you know, do the things. Well, and not only that, but just do the things that you need to do, as far as preparing lesson plans. Right. And not having the distractions around. Right. Kids coming up to you asking you. Right. This, you know, can I get this? Can I get that? And then. These things, and and we've come full circle, and we can see it now on the other end. Mm-hmm. So our kids are grown now, yeah. and and they still enjoy spending time with their mm-hmm. dad. They still enjoy spending time with you. Like I know you and Reagan, it's nothing for y'all when you're off to mm-hmm. go out to lunch somewhere. Yeah. So. So you're creating these bonds with your kids that mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. they don't always have the same type of relationship with their mom as they do with their dad. Right, right. Um, and and that is that's attractive and appealing to me mm-hmm. to see you as a dad and to see how your kids are and, and how they love and trust you because you've put forth that effort in that relationship. Right. That is sexually attractive and it makes you appealing. Mm-hmm. So those types of things, um, I know that women and men see things different. We had a conversation one time about, yeah. you know, if I say uh, something about being physically attractive, yeah. You know, with a man, you're going to think about clothes or, you know, mm-hmm. you're you're thinking from a sexual 
yeah. standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. for women, when we say physically attractive, there's so much more that goes yeah, into it, it than is. that. It definitely is. And so even with with things like this, if you want a woman to be uh, more sexually into mm. into it and and more aroused, Damn, you have she, to. She can't be tired. Right, right. Damn, you have can. to. You have to do those things that that uh, alleviate her mental mm. and physical yeah, yeah. Uh, fatigue, so that she can be open to those things. And that and that was kind of like my uh, take on things. Is I was like, well, whatever I could do, if if especially if I'm not doing anything. You know, whatever I could do to ease or to make life easier for you in that time, I knew that that was creating intimacy for us so that, you know, I always thought, well, I wanted it to be in your mind. So you'd be like, well, when I'm asking you on the time where you might be tired, you might be like, well, you know what? He does take care of me. So, you know, I go ahead and get I'm going to take care you know of him. I'm going to take care of him. So, you know. It is it's kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> All right, brothers. And you'll have happiness in your relationship. And you ain't got to worry about going out there, getting no side chick that you can't please either. Eventually, <laughs> she going to want first deals and more. You know what I'm saying? So let's be realistic about this thing. But remember, sex expectation is my word. Whatever. <laughs> I can say. <laughs> One thing you you just said, listen to your listen to your significant other. I'm not mm-hmm. even gonna say listen to your yeah. woman. Listen to your significant other. Right. Um, I have a a friend who was married and would she would ask her husband you know, what do you want for your birthday? Well, can you pay for this person to come clean the house? Mm. And he would get flowers and designer bags Mm. and shoes and this and that, but didn't understand the value in paying someone to come clean the house. Mm. And so listen to your significant other because if you listen and act on those things, like like we're literally giving you the answers. Mm-hmm. We're giving you the answers to the test. Yeah, ain't no need in thinking outside the box, guys. I, it's, I mean, you know, the reality of it is, most of us guys, we get our sexual education from porn. <laughs> and, you know, male friends telling you, yeah, you do this, you do that. This porn industry creates a lot of editing, Okay. And I've seen <laughs> interviews where they'll interview like ex porn stars, and they'll be like, Yeah, they do a lot of editing. It's a lot of tape left on the floor. Them guys ain't lasting that long. They're not staying hard that long. Uh, uh, it's uncomfortable, getting jabbed all the time. <laughs> so, whatever you think in your mind from that pornography video, why don't you just talk to your partner and see yeah. if they really like that bam, 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 bam because that <laughs> bam, 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 bam might be causing you to uh, not get none, 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 none. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, And that's just the reality of it, you know. So just talk to your partner and, baby, what do you like? You like it nice? You like it slow? Your partner might like it hard. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And ain't nothing wrong with it every now and then. If it's like that all the time, then you creating a porn flick all the time. <laughs> And they say, you know, she like, I ain't interested in that. And you 
sitting there talking about, well, maybe she don't like me. But you ain't talking to her, bruh. Communication. That's and communication about everything one hundred percent and that includes your sex life. That's all it takes. And you can be happy, she can be happy, yep. we all can be happy. And that's the reality of it. So man to man, brothers, listen to me. Listen. Not just to me, but listen to her. Listen to what she tells you. And then follow suit. Yep. And you'll make your life a whole lot easier. Anyway. That's right. All right. All right. Baby, we need to talk. Huh? Now, let's discuss it. All right, so there was a social media post. Uh, If your spouse doesn't rock with somebody, do you automatically not deal with that person too? Or is that issue just between your spouse and that person and we wanted to address that because mm-hmm. for one I think that we kind of disagree I'm not going to say our, our viewpoint is different on this right? and I think that we think it's important that that we share when our views are different mm-hmm. because it's important to understand that we're not going to agree on everything 100% right. of the time right. uh, but when it comes down to it um, everything else aside it's the two of us and so for me um, at the, this is an easy one for me um, if by some chance because see that's something that if, if you don't know us, you may not understand this, but I am married to the nicest, most happy-go-lucky, most friendly individual ever. I ain't all that. Um, oh, he's so jolly. Um, <laughs> but, so, if he doesn't like someone, there is something wrong with them. Right. Most definitely something wrong. But at any rate, if there is someone that he doesn't like or someone that doesn't like him or someone that disrespects him, any of that, I am done. I have nothing to do with them. And I might let them know. I might tell them. He might have to hold me back from <laughs> So I that's, for me, if, if, if it's a no for him, it's a hell no for me. Right. So, you on the other hand. <laughs> me on the other hand now. <laughs> like she said, you know, I tend to look at things from a different perspective. Um, now, and, and I'm the type that, you know, if there's a certain friend that you have expressed that I don't particularly like that individual, well, what I may do now, if I see, like, if this person I've never had an agreement, but we boys from back in the day, all right, well, what I'm going to do is I might not, you know, bring them around the house as much or, or whatever. Me and that individual probably just spend time on our own, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Now, it's, I don't think that's, what's that? What's that? That ain't anything that ever come up, but um, I don't think there's anything that's ever been an issue because I think most of my 
fake my few because my uh, like you say the circle is triangle but mine is small too but I do have a lot of people that I just know you know what I'm saying yes from high school or whatever so I'll go up and speak to a friend from high school and we might reunite whatever might go do lunch or whatever I don't expect you to be a part of that right but I may ask you you know well such as having to get together I'm right. thinking about going. Do you want to go? Right. You know what I'm saying. But um, and if and if it's somebody who I don't particularly care for, yeah. then I am not gonna go. Right. More than likely. And I, I do my best to keep you, you know, separate of that or whatever. Right. And that, and, that, and it's not that you know. I, now it's definitely this person did not disrespect you. They just did something that you didn't like. And I understand that. You know. It could be something that they did to a girlfriend or whatever, and you just lost respect for that person. Right. And I get that. That's no problem. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we had a situation uh, early in our marriage where one of your friends <laughs> right. said something that was out of the way. And at first I was like, I don't even want to deal with that person. You know? And you was like, hey, they done. Yep. But eventually, you know, over time, I'm toured, and I was like, well, you know, that's that's old stuff. And this person had been to our house, all that stuff. So, I mean, you know. Our house? Yeah, came to the house, I think. Well, did we do lunch we, with them or something? Maybe we, we did lunch to, with them or something. I, I've been to I thought they'd been to the house. house. I thought they'd been to the house. When she visited once. It was something like that. I, but I know I've been, you know, since then, I've been around the person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it wasn't no hard feeling, so. Right. Now, but that person also doesn't live where we live. Right, and that's true. I'm not making special trips to see that person, you know. Right, right, right. Because right. the disrespect was to our union, mm -hmm. and for me, that was a no. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, I still... I mean, there's still a basic relationship mm, there that yeah. I'm not going out of my way right, right. for that person in any way. Right, and that's and that's how I feel about any individual as far as that's concerned. I'm not going out of my way to to maintain a relationship, uh, you know. But if that person calls me, be like, "Hey, can you help me hang a TV or whatever?" I may still go do it, you know what I'm saying? And see, that's now that's where we're different. <laughs> that right there, because it would be a no, it would be a hell no. It well, may not even be an answering saying, of said call for me. For me. But I'm saying, as far as people you don't necessarily dislike per se, but you know, like I said, you, it may be some. Like I may have a friend that. Um, Cheated on his girlfriend years ago, and you just like I don't just don't like being around him or whatever. And you know I might be like, well, that was you know, he married now, it's been years ago. But you still might like be like, well, I, I still would, don't don't know too much care for him. I would be that way. Hmm? I would absolutely right, be that right. way. So I'm just saying, like, that individual there, he's like, hey, man, help me hang this TV. And every time you say that, I would look at you crazy. <laughs> yeah. 
I am. And I mean, I'm <clears throat> like I said, I'm I'm I you are the nicer of the two. But I'm, but I'm also strong enough to not let any of my friends influence me either. So I'm not like, you know, and I'm crazy or, or put me in a situation, <laughs> you know, same time. I'm not, you know, if this same person is like, hey, man, you know, you come over here and hang this tea with me. And after you're done, I got some, I got some, my girl going to have some friends over. Nah, bro, you're going to have to get somebody else to do that shit. Yeah. I'm not doing that. I'm crazy. Yep. I'm still a work in progress. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> So, which we had, we couldn't find the original post, but um, the original topic, or let's discuss the topic that we had, Mm -hmm. was about, it was similar to this, and it was about um, a couple who, they're married, and they have mutual friends, at least they were supposed mutual friends, and one of them had been invited to, I think it was the type of thing where, Maybe the one person was friends with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they got married, so they kind of inherited the friendship. Mm-hmm. And so they're getting married and invited one spouse, but not the other. Yeah. And it was specified that way. Like, it wasn't a, the invitation goes to you and you bring a plus one. Mm. It was specified that it was only for that person. So, would you go to that? Hell no. Okay. Hell no. Would you, would you go, would you, like, think, maybe I would go, but she Mm. would not, okay. If they specific, if it was specifically stated that they didn't want you to be there. What I look like showing up. Okay. But if you don't want her there, then you don't want me there. Okay. That's bottom man line and shit. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. So what do you think I would do if I received an invitation? You wouldn't go. <laughs> what else do you think I'd do? Probably. You'd <laughs> probably call in because they uh, be like, Okay. Hey, you don't want my husband. What, right. What's, what's up with right. this? I thought we was better than this. Right. Some shit, you know. <laughs> Because, I mean, for me, I would feel insulted. Like, you obviously don't know me. Because if you did, you would know that this right here is unacceptable. So, yeah, I'll be worried about realizing or letting them know that you insulted me. Because I'm going to show you that you insulted me. From then on, I ain't messing with you. How about that? Yeah. And that's, yeah. And, and that's done. We know. Yeah, that's right. You know, I, I can be a little bit. Piss me off. I and that, that's. Well, how you gonna invite me and say my wife can't come? What? First of all, what the hell happened? Cause I know she ain't done nothing to you. Right. Right. If she did do something to you, she probably checked your ass about something. Probably. You and that's if I put forth in, and that's the thing. I I tend to, even though I I have it in me to be feisty. Mm-hmm. I tend to keep to myself. I am relatively quiet. Right. But the one thing that can get me all riled up is you. And if I feel like someone has disrespected you or disrespected our relationship, mm-hmm. then that that's when we right, awaken right. the beast. Right. But um, with time and therapy... Um, 
<laughs> I've calmed a lot. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just people be people. I just I don't understand that. Like you know, that that to me that says you you said that with intention to start something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, how you not? And I mean, it's a win, so it's like all eyes supposed to be on you. Right. So are you not purposely? So are you gonna look out? this person's spouse, that means that you had some agenda behind that. Right. And wholeheartedly. You know Are you going to look out and stop? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, she not supposed to be sure. here. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> like, what, right. is, what is that? But What if I be ignorant and braver? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, what, what you going to do? Right. And I, which, you know, I wouldn't go, but yeah, I, ain't going. I would double dog dare somebody to some say something. I mean, but people, I wouldn't even go. Uh, so you got some people, they're going to be able to prove the point. Right. You know, especially these after 92s. They're going to be like, oh, <laughs> hell no, we going. See. We going and we're going to sit in the front row. How about that? I. <laughs> and see, I'm so, at this point in life, yeah. I'm just so, um, it is what it is. Right. And my, my thing is just to maintain my peace and to enjoy life with you. Exactly. And anything that breaks my peace or that prevents me from enjoying life with you, I don't need it. I don't want it. Um, so, so that type of thing, and that goes with with people and events and, yeah. and anything else. Um, hey, yeah, I, I don't. I'm not type that I feel like I need to make it to everything. So, you know, hey. I just see your pictures on Facebook. That's all. <laughs> if, if, if I ain't enough read your ass. Because you mess around and... Uh, oh, you don't. You know you're not going to... I, I have unfriended some people now. I have done it. You accept, you. you accept a friend request from anybody. <laughs> you don't unfriend. But I still have unfriended some people. Okay. I've unfriended and, okay, some baby, friends' so. kids. That were very volatile in their youth, and I can't follow such and such because all they do is post about cussing and drugs and stuff. That ain't my child. They cool with that. I ain't cool with that, so I can't see it. So I'm finna unfriend this child. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> You will accept a friend request from any and everybody. Yeah, I, I got a list of people that they still okay. on there. And then I go through that one day and be like, eh, nah, I ain't, I ain't taking no friend request from this individual. That's what we got in common, even though we know a bunch of people. Yeah, but if somebody I went to high school with that, you know, what I was cool with, I will accept it. Of course. You know. <laughs> we may not even conversate with each other. At all. Just, we just nose it with each other like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Like, you friends with somebody on Facebook or whatever, and you don't correspond with them, y'all yep. just nosy. That's all. <laughs> I've watched people's kids grow up yep. on Facebook. And you said one word. Don't too. know the kids, don't yep. know their uh, names, really. Yep. I just recognize their faces. Ain't spoke one word to them at all. Ain't even commented on that name posted. Alright. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Beyond I Do podcast.
please make sure to join us next time. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And coming up January 29th, Mm -hmm. please make sure to join us on Facebook Live for our special one-year podcast anniversary. Yep. Special celebration. Woohoo! One year. One year. As always, till next time, we will holler at (laughs) y'all.